Hi, everybody. It's Peter Travers here with this special edition of Popcorn, which we're calling the Oscar Popcorn, because this weekend, on February 9th exactly, everybody will be watching the Oscar telecast on ABC and probably having their own little ballot like I have here, trying to figure out who's going to win this damn thing. And if the person I don't like wins, who should I put my money on? That's what really happens. That's what people ask me on the street. So I'm going to take you through these main categories and we'll see what will win, what should win, and we can argue. You know, you can find me somewhere and we can argue about it. But I'm going to start with Best Supporting Actress because that's how the Academy Awards always do it. That's always the first award that we see. Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. So look, there's a lot of good people here, and I have to say right at the outset that Scarlett Johansson is one of those rare actors that has a nomination as Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, Marriage Story for Best Actress in here, Supporting, which usually gets you to win one, and it's usually that. It's usually that one. But it's not going to happen, you know? I'm sitting here saying... Did I read wrong? What happened to Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers? Hasn't she been in this game since the release of Hustlers? She has. And yet the Academy, you bad people, have decided that J-Lo just wasn't Oscar material. Well, you're wrong. But look, we have to deal with Ratir. And I'm going to say that the person who will win in this category is also the person who should win. And that is Laura Dern. And Laura Dern in Marriage Story plays a divorce lawyer. And she's a tough one. And let's think of all the Hollywood people that are voting for this award and how every single one of them, I'll wager a bet, has their own divorce lawyer and has been through this process maybe more than once, maybe two or three times to do it. And they find in what Laura Dern does in this movie something spectacular. It's also one of the few awards, I think, that Marriage Story is going to win. But Laura Dern has never won an Oscar. This will be her first time. Everyone loves her. We all love her in Big Little Lies. And I think this is her time, so let her have it. All right, I'm moving on to Best Supporting Actor, Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Look, you're talking to a big Irishman fan here. So if it was me saying, come up for the gold, it would be Joe Pesci. I know Joe Pesci doesn't do any publicity. He basically sticks to himself. He's probably as tough a guy in real life as the gangster that he plays in The Irishman. But that performance is amazing. And Pesci won his first Oscar for another Scorsese movie, Goodfellas, where he was the most scary gangster you could see. Here he's kind of the quiet Don. So if I'm giving them, it would be Joe Pesci. But the Academy is giving this award. And no one, no one can win this except Brad Pitt. These other people here, Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, and Pesci, all have won Oscars. So they already have the gold. Do you realize in his full career, Brad Pitt has never won an Academy Award? Game over, people. This is it. Brad, you're going to get it. And in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, playing a stuntman, playing somebody who's been around the business, 
I think it's irresistible for Hollywood to say, I'm going to reject one of my own. Plus, he was great in the movie. You seem to hear in my voice that I have a little bit of a problem. Yeah, I do. Because that's not a supporting performance at all. That his part is the equal of his co-star, Leonardo DiCaprio's, who's nominated for Best Actor. So why is he in that category? I think they want Brad to win. And Brad, you might as well prepare your speech right now. Okay, I am now moving on to Best Actress. Cynthia Erivo in Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, Charlize Theron in Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger in Judy. What Best Actress Award so far, from the Golden Globes to the Critics' Choice Awards, hasn't Renee Zellweger won? She's won all of them. So is there any possibility here for something else? I mean, look what Charlie Theron did in Bombshell. She not only plays Megyn Kelly, the makeup geniuses have made her look exactly like her, and Charlie's has also talked exactly like her. They love biopics there, so she should be really strong. Saoirse Ronan is like 25 years old, and she's on her fourth Oscar nomination. This is incredible. And Scarlett Johansson, like I said, nominated for Best Supporting Actress and Best Actress. Cynthia Erivo is playing Harriet Tubman, and she also wrote the song from the movie, which is nominated. That happened to somebody last year, didn't it? Yes, it was Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was nominated for writing that wonderful song from A Star is Born and as Best Actress, but what did she win? She won Best Song, and that was it. So I have to say that, again, I would give this award personally to Saoirse Ronan, just because I think to be that young and to be that consistently brilliant is amazing. And her performance in Little Women is that good. But it's Renee's. I talk about how Hollywood loves biopics. This is Judy Garland that she's playing in Judy. This is one of their own. Did they ever give Judy Garland her own Oscar, a competitive acting Oscar? Never. And I think for that reason, not only will Renee Zellweger win Best Actress, but she will win for the Oscar that Judy Garland never had. It's their way of saying, Judy, we love you. We were so stupid not to give one to you, and we're going to give it to Renee in honor of you. This is how Hollywood works. It's really crazy, but if you're betting on this, you have to bet crazy. All right, Best Actor, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. I look at this category, and before I get into who will win and who should win, I've, I've got to say, Academy, what do you have against comedians? What do you have against Eddie Murphy, that he's not nominated for Dolmite Is My Name? What do you have against Adam Sandler, who proved his dramatic chops in uncut gems like nobody can believe, and yet they have it. They only like to give Oscars to actors, serious actors, who play comic roles. They hate anybody who's making a living as a comic to actually win this award. So as this year's been going along, I've had this feeling that this was Adam Driver's to lose. That performance in Marriage Story is one of the best things he's ever done or that I've seen this year. And yet, there's this other guy. And who's that other guy? He's Joaquin Phoenix playing Joker. Sometimes there's that kind of performance. Sometimes there's one that just so dominates the screen 
that is, is such an act of immersion from an actor in a role. Yeah, Joaquin was scary. He was sometimes funny. He was always touching, even though he's playing somebody who's totally out of his mind. And a lot of this movie is in his mind. Joaquin has been nominated several times before and never won. Joaquin, this is yours. I can't believe any set of circumstances, if you want to bet the whole house on something and somebody to win, it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix as best actor for Joker. Game over. All right, we're ready now to move on. I'm going to best director now. This is one of the most exciting categories because these people, these particular men, and I say men because Hollywood as its want, uh, decided that even though there were more women directing movies than ever before last year, they couldn't find any to nominate. Which is, of course, absurd because Greta Gerwig directed Little Women, which is nominated as Best Picture, and they thought, no, I'm just going to do five men like we always do. What happened? You people sort of learned a couple of years ago uh, when you nominated Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Uh, didn't give it to her, but you nominated her. The Academy is 92 years old now. How many women has it given an Academy Award for directing? Uh, one, and that's Catherine Bigelow for Hurt Locker. 92 years, one award, hang your head in shame. Anyway, not knocking any of these men that did get nominated, but there's one in there that I would sacrifice for Greta Gerwig, but you, you try to guess who that is. Anyway, here they are. Martin Scorsese. The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Every one of these guys you can make a case for. Martin Scorsese, to me, is a master, the grandmaster, who only has one Oscar for directing, and in The Irishman is doing some of his best work ever. Quentin Tarantino, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is also in peak form. And yet I'm saying this category is going to be between two other directors, one of them being the South Korean Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, a foreign language film that seems to have gotten everybody excited about what's possible. And then Sam Mendes for 1917, a World War I movie that is constructed to look like it was done in one continuous take. How do you resist that? You don't. Even though I think they would really like to give their Best Director Award to Bong Joon-ho, it's going to be for Sam Mendes for creating a war movie like no war movie we've ever seen before. So, Sam, I think it's yours, but if you're betting out there and you want to go to Bong Joon-ho, you know, you might do it. Because there's always a surprise in these contests. We can't go by what the odds are. We have to go by sometimes the Academy saying, I have an instinct for this. I have a feeling this is the right way to go. All right, last category. Are we ready? Best picture of the year. Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Here is the one. You know, every year I do this, it's between one or two movies. This year, I can't reduce anything to two. The Irishman, my estimation, 
a classic, one for the ages. Martin Scorsese at his best, Robert De Niro, Pacino, Joe Pesci, making a mob movie about old age, about the end of a mobster. This is the punishment that they get for the lives they live. There's nobody in their lives, they're alone. It's a tragedy. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is writing about Hollywood in the 60s and about a time that he thought was the last creative burst of Hollywood in doing that. 1917, again, the World War I movie shot to make it look like it's one continuous take, and Parasite, a movie about a Korean family in which they exploit the people they work for and then are exploited by the people working for them. It is a classic. These are four incredible classics. So what am I going to do? What am I going to tell you? What's out there that you have to say, this is the winner? And I'm going to go with all excuses, no excuses, in fact, to my love for the Irishman. But I think this is the year of Quentin Tarantino. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being a love letter to Hollywood and being voted on by people who live and work in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, despite Despite brilliant work with Pulp Fiction and Glorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, Django and Chains, has never won a Best Picture Oscar or a Best Director Oscar. Never. It's never happened. What better time than now when he's saying, Hollywood, I love you? I think it's time, Hollywood, to say to Quentin Tarantino, I love you back. So you've got it. Watch the show. And afterwards, we'll have a discussion. 